0: That, that was the fish was delish and we heard track six it made quite a dish Um, camp, campus outreach is looking for hang on college radio can pretty much be
1: summed up in five words dead air um dead
0: air Okay, I am out of here for today. But, um, um but first up is an, um, an, an hour of chanting.
2: This is Trent Radio 92.7 uh, FM.
1: The utter misery that is college radio, where they apparently just let any bewildered freshman wander into the booth and try to run a radio station. Dead air, um, dead air. Trent Radio, 92.7 CFFF in Peterborough. Producer-oriented
3: radio. Welcome back to another week of The Antidote. I'm Dave Hawkins. And yes, as that uh, station promo said, yeah, they let freshmen in, but they also let old people in. And I fit in the old people group. Tonight, another special night. Last week, of course, was, uh, you know, synopsis of that, some of the things that went on at Covenant Awards, uh, which was two weeks ago. Of course, actually, there was so much happening, I only had time to play a couple of the bands that were featured at that event. Tonight, we're going to carry on. We're going to find out more winners, more losers, and more just attendees at the Covenant Awards. But first track up, we have Ben Borey. Actually, two guys. So you're going to hear what this is all about in just one second when I get myself all queued up.
4: you've been lied to as if faith was a crime so they brought you in you tried to pretend but you failed to fit in so they're letting you go with a warning enough of this game this jesus you claim if we catch you again you'll be sorry I've been condemned, but despite their attempts on the truth I live, fighting this war for the fame of his name, it's Jesus we claim, I ain't sorry, yes the devil exists, it's said to be myth, but the righteous resist.
3: And that was Ben Borey. Very in-your-face uh, vocals, uh, you know, regarding their faith with the Lord. One band I was really impressed by, hadn't seen them before, had heard of the band, Junkyard Poets, uh, based out of Edmonton. Actually, I actually had no idea what this band was all about until I actually got to see them, uh, see them play. And, of course, we're going to play a track from them called Freedom Fighter from their album Rock Pop Roll, which came out two years ago. Then we're going to do an interview And then you'll be hearing yet another track from this band. So here we go Junkyard Poets.
4: Tombstone, a it back to square one I'm gonna find his little secrets, gonna tell everyone From the color of your skin they see, pride or jaw. I love your butt, but your bustling hands are gonna ruin my dress Dress it up, Mr. Businessman, tell me your story you love, what What is your plan? My freedom fighters fight all the spits Give me love, I'll tell you I don't believe in it. Quick, get down. Freedom, Father. Here we go. Take your paws and run away. Take the scams off your eyes and see this world of lies you are gonna breathe the truth all over this plague Blood, sweat, and fear Stand my hair on your neck Pumped high, you're into a sex Now you're running Hey, hey, you're running From the very same muscle That you are Smashing in oh, the vicious
3: Junkyard Poets are a three-piece industrial percussion-driven rock band from Sherwood Park, and I've been informed that that actually is just outside of Edmonton. Guys, thanks for uh, taking time to speak with The Antidote. Can I get you guys to introduce yourselves and
0: give me what your roles are in the band? Uh, I'm Jared Salty, and I'm the lead singer and keyboard player.
5: My name's uh, Derek Gus, and I'm the lead singer and keyboard player. Just kidding. I play bass, <laughs> and I sing some background vocals, and I like to watch Jared sing.
3: See, and actually we have a bass player who, who hasn't remained nameless. It's great. Junkyard Poets won a New Artist of the Year during the 2010 Covenant Awards, and this year you were up for a Modern Rock Alternative Song of the Year, but you had some pretty tough competition. But have you been, guys been surprised at the kind of response that your band's been getting?
0: Yes. I think sometimes as our style is a more diverse rock band, it's surprising whenever we get accepted um, a bit more by uh, the gospel music industry just because. You're having a tough time with the industry
3: because everybody wants to put everybody into a shoebox. Actually, sort of the intention of, of the antidote of this show show that christians can actually you know perform diverse styles of music and actually they're very capable but unfortunately modern radio and the industry wants to jam you into one little narrow block and of course that's what's nice about you guys because you guys are definitely not fitting into the narrow block
5: well jared does have a long beard and long hair and he does like secular music And we also do So I guess you could say that um, I guess influence Wise um, We've just grown up on uh, A lot of just different things Whether it's jazz Or My dad was a choir director And George's dad was a famous rock and roll star And Peter grew up Doing a whole bunch of stuff So it's just musically The taste we, we like a lot of things And we don't want to limit ourselves to one thing so i guess when we can kind of do a bunch of stuff and it be kind of accepted that's awesome and we're grateful for that and as long as the message is there somewhere (laughs) that's what's important
3: 2009 was a really busy year for you guys you so you put out both a cd rock pop and roll and a few months later, you also brought out a Christmas CD. It's like I thought you are supposed to be in the industry for like 10 years before anybody would ever bring out a uh, a Christmas CD. But to do the two just a few months apart, what was that all about?
0: Well, I don't know. We've just always released this Christmas music as a freebie, and it's been... Um a way for people to get to know our music and stuff that you know don't want to commit to buy something right then it's sort of the window shopping of junkyard poets is our christmas material i mean it's much more than that there's a message it's important to us it's i don't know i always loved classic christmas music classic in this truest sense like bing crosby nat king cole you know um not kenny g he doesn't make the classic list for me but uh
5: um, as you can tell, in 2009 was two years ago. And the reason why we had so much time on our hands is because we were all in high school. And uh, the classic musician thing to do when you're in high school is to do other things in high school. So we put out two albums. And since then, we've graduated and haven't put out anything. <laughs> but uh, it's coming. So uh, yeah, free Christmas album again. And uh, a new album coming very soon.
3: So what's happening right now? You guys, are you guys playing some shows around? Are you going to school? Are you doing working
0: or all of the above? Well, right now um, I'm producing um, in my studio, Salt Shaker Studios. Little plug there. Yeah. (laughs) But as a band, um, I mean, Derek's working too, teaching music and playing with other bands, you know, just trying to be involved in music as much as we can because it's this... You know it's more than just us as junkyard poets, it's a community, and that's really important to develop that community and not be selfish about it either. Um, yeah, but right now as a band, uh, we're playing kind of the odd shows as well as working on our uh, new album, which is definitely definitely our baby right now that's what we care about the most
3: You're listening to to an interview with junkyard Poets, and of course this is the antidote with Dave Hawkins. I gotta really encourage listeners to, uh, of you know, to go and see Junkyard Poets live because I haven't seen a live show such as theirs since uh, maybe seeing like a show with me without you. Really, really dynamic, eclectic mix on stage. Of course, that may mean you have to might pick up a WestJet flight and come out to Alberta. But hey, you know WestJet's cheap. So, any uh, any plans for future concerts coming out to Ontario?
5: Um, I believe we're touring out to Ontario in May, April 28th. Where are we, Jared? Northern Ontario, and we'll be working our way down there, and we will be bringing uh, many stage antics, including a TV, which uh, magically goes onto our head as we play live, and uh, many other fun things. Yeah, I'm just stoked that you're wearing this amazing tie, sir, and that you made me without you reference, so congratulations. <laughs>
3: Okay, I'll have to explain the tie references. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the suit, the suit thing tonight. So, actually, I have a tie-on with uh, Fred Astaire, you know, Ginger Rogers, and it's from the movie Swing Time. So, listen, guys, uh, Junkyard Poets, man, thanks for, the, thanks for the very entertaining night, and uh, thanks for the
0: interview. Thank you.
3: That was uh, Junkyard Poets with Oblivion. Got to make special note there that you hear this, because what they said in, during the interview, yeah, they did a 16-track CD in their own studio that they produced themselves while they are in high school. Absolutely just phenomenal mix of music on that CD. Worthwhile picking up? Absolutely. Now let's go back, go way back. Yeah, Dave's got a retro track. Actually, this band was probably known as—they could arguably said as the first Christian metal band of all time. I'm going to let you hear it, and uh, you can see if you recognize who it is. <laughs> I knew you'd guess. Yeah, Daniel Band. Heard them before on this show. Played them a few weeks ago when we did a sort of a retro show. So yeah, originally had their start in, set in 1979 in Scarborough. You know, the heart of metal music. If you notice an r- influence of Rush coming through in their music, yeah, absolutely. Dan McCabe even had to buy the exactly the same guitar as Geddy Lee they were actually awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Covenant Awards this year. So it's always a surprise award because you never know who's going to be nominated for it. And, of course, they don't give out any info until, until they actually come out. Got a, yet another track. That was actually from their very first uh, album called On Rock, you know, which was sort of funded by actually just one of the congregational members. Next up is a track from a little bit later on in 1987. Band with black and white. This is Dave Hawkins. You're listening to the antidote brought to you through the facilities of Trent Radio, CFFF 92.7 FM. You know, this is a tough show to do, basically because I get sandwiched in between two really good shows. I mean, The Berlin Wall and Jam Fandango. I mean, my goodness. And I have to uh, sound like I actually know what I'm doing when I'm put in between those two ladies. We got somebody else coming up that you've heard on this show before, The Silent. That was the silent with aloud. now the band wasn't successful in their bid for uh, modern rock alternative song of the year for this year but of course really great band to listen to uh moncton new brunswick based and of course how can i complain these guys actually ferried me all over calgary when i was there that week so this is a few words they had to say to me prior to their showcase performance uh one of the nights preceding the awards the Silent Call Monkton, New Brunswick, home to their three-piece alternative rock band. The current lineup has, has Mark on vocals and bass, Dennis on guitar, and Daniel Hannley to drums. So the music that they created was instrumental in getting them a GMA Covenant Award for Best New Artist of the Year in 2006. So your debut album, Unseen, was recorded part in Canada and part in the UK. So how did that come about? Uh, Well, there's a gentleman from St. John, New
6: Brunswick, whose name is uh, Julian Kindred. He had been working in the music industry for quite a long time, uh, moved down to Nashville and did a lot of records that were, they sold really well, but I didn't really care about too much. And then probably about 10 years after that, he worked on a record called, he produced a record called World Service by a band called Delirious. And um, I was working with his brother-in-law at a camp, stepbrother at a camp. And when I heard that record and saw his name, I was like, dude, you, you got you to gotta hook me up with this guy. And he said, well, I'll see what I can do. At this point in time, he had relocated to the U.K. to actually live over there and uh, work mostly with the British bands. Um, so once we got connected, um, we hit it off really well. And that was kind of our connect to both Nashville and to the U.K. through a boy from St. John, New Brunswick. The rest is
3: apocryphal history. It's putting all, always putting New Brunswick on the map. And not just for Irving gas stations. And <laughs> <laughs> so I also heard that you guys work with production team Lint. So they did work with Mute Math, Switchfoot, Delirious. Yeah, so that's uh, that's big-time bands. Describe that experience. It was
6: fantastic working with them, and it still is fantastic working with them. We have um, uh, one single that was put out last year, and that's actually the one that we got the Modern Rock Song of the Year nomination for. It's called God of Heaven and Earth. And um, it's by far the I have to say it's the best song that we've ever recorded. Um, and we've got some new ones that are coming up uh, down the pike as well. I know that they're going to be really, really good. So we're really excited about those. And uh, it's been fantastic dealing with them. Uh, Lynn Nichols, Ted T, uh, really creative people. Uh, and also just our time in Nashville in general was really good and uh, helped us to meet this fantastic drumrist, drummerist, drummerist, yo, yo. Daniel.
3: Oh, no, do you ever find that being a bit of a stretch when you're sort of dealing with two locales with dealing with Moncton and uh in Nashville for your projects yeah
6: (laughs) absolutely it's a it's a huge stretch our drummer lives a 26 hour drive away it does make it difficult but um it's something that we're kind of working our way through and trying to feel out the best thing the best thing for all parties involved I guess this is only our second tour with this kind of arrangement so
3: it's going well so far of course, you mentioned your song "God of Heaven and Earth," and I got to admit it's 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 a favorite of mine. It's had a lot of a lot of repeat plays, and of course, it's been nominated yeah, for this year's Covenant Awards for uh, Modern Rock Alternative Song of the Year. But of course, it's really more of a legit worship tune. Not that you hadn't done any in that realm before, but you define this uh, more of a stretch for you just doing just a straight out worship song.
6: Well, I would hesitate to say that it's a straight-out worship song. The chorus itself has been used in corporate worship settings, and I think it definitely can work, and I myself would lead it um, with or without the silent kind of in my local church. The verses do tend to break it away from that genre too tightly, um, so that was did make the transition more comfortable for us. I think the fact that it is really a worship song kind of couched in a pop songs format um, All three of us are heavily involved in worship leading in our own churches, Um, so it's not much of a stretch for us to do it like that, Um, but writing in that realm, if we decide to keep going that way,
3: is going to take some getting used to, for sure. You're listening to The Antidote, and we're speaking right now in Calgary with the band The Silent from Moncton. So now, so you talk about worship, so now is that going to be a key part of future
1: projects, or what's the future going to hold? like Mark said we we've always been involved at some level you know from the age of you know 13 or 14 literally until now in different worship projects the silent has never really focused entirely on worship up until this point though we've not shied away from it in our personal lives the band has never really gone down that road we have had opportunities as of late to do that and we love doing worship we love being involved in corporate worship so We'll always be open to that. It's just for whatever reason, our the band kind of path hasn't led down there, but for whatever reason, it's turning that way. So if opportunities continue to come up, we'll certainly take advantage of those because we love worshiping, and we, we see that as our primary as Christians, what we want to do. We want to worship God first and use our talents in that way. But we will continue to do kind of a rock performance side of things as, as well because we love it so much.
3: And of course, that's true with a number of bands. I mean, obviously, you know, Cutlass really doing worship. Probably one of the more radical departures is probably Aaron Gillespie, acts of under oath and doing straight out worship. So what about any Ontario dates coming up? Since all everybody that's listening to this show is probably going to be from Ontario. Any future plans for that? Well, we would love to. Uh, we would love to get back there. It's uh, one of those things we just
6: need to have a little bit of help from a few people to try to make a couple dates happen so that we can then afford to drive there but (laughs) other than that um, we're we're definitely planning to go there soon we were going to be there this fall Uh, we decided to come out here instead for the gmas which um is proving to be a a good decision though we we do love ontario and it has been far too long since we've been so write your local mp and ask them to bring us out
3: yeah our local government's very supportive of uh, of touring musicians (laughs) yeah we wish that was really the case but uh Probably not. So uh, as has been mentioned a couple times in this uh, short conversation is that uh, God of Heaven and Earth is nominated for Modern Rock Alternative Song of the Year for this year's Covenant Awards. That's coming up in just a couple of days. So listen, I want to thank you guys for uh, taking the time and sharing some
1: airtime with uh, listeners of The Antidote yeah, thank you so much. We uh, we appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you all at a silent show in Ontario, the Greater Ontario region, soon. Yes,
6: yeah, so and we'd like to thank you very much for uh, playing our music. We greatly appreciate it, and everybody keep listening to the station because uh, it's a
2: good thing. We uh, like the two other guys have said. We do thank you <laughs> for uh, for uh, listening to hopefully the silent and this radio station.
4: God bless.
3: Thanks again, guys. God
4: of heaven and earth, I speak your name, but don't deserve to know it.
3: Our next artist is a lady I met at the Covenant Awards, Miranda Fox, and she was told that this song was too rocky for guest daytime radio. Hardly the case. It's really sort of like a detuned a metalware sound of like Gretchen. Hardly offensive, but uh, maybe some radio stations would consider it so. Yeah, pop with a bit of a rock hint and uh, listen up to Miranda Fox with her track, You Lift Me Up. forget, that is Miranda Fox. And so you'll probably be hearing some more from her in the future. Also, don't forget that Andrew uh, Calkin's show is coming up later on. So all you metalheads, have better be prepared. Now, just as a bit of a plug, he and I, he's actually going to have me guest on his show. Can you believe it? He's actually going to have an old person on air with him. And that's coming up next week on his time slot. So... If you want to hear some white metal, black metal, the battle of the ages, it's going to happen that night. So, next up, here's an interesting track and see what you think.
2: Life, I work to like my bones at the end. At the end of the day, I take home my heart. Home.
3: Okay, you're asking, why in the world is Dave playing Queen on The Antidote? Well, actually, it's not Queen. That's a cover by probably one of the greatest of Canadian uh, recording artists or Canadian vocalists by a long shot. That's actually from the viral video that was done by Mark Martell, better known as the lead vocalist or one of the two lead vocalists of Down Here. After 4.8 million views and being on Ellen and being interviewed by everybody on the planet except the antidote Mark Martell yeah he's a, he's a pretty successful guy and well known in the market now but here's what he's actually better known for to uh, most of the listeners and as again as the lead vocalist for down here and this is called Let Me Rediscover You and I guess I should probably be doing my sign off here shortly so I'm going to be saying good night. thanks for tuning in And don't forget to tune in next week to The Antidote. And, of course, that's going to be heard right here. Same time, same channel, 92.7 FM, Trent Radio. This is Down Here with Let Me Rediscover You.
2: Spirit hovers over my waters. Your love burns longer than the sun. The skies of thunder echo your wonder. Your praises can't be oversung. The whole universe is witness to all the Jesus, let me rediscover
3: That's called playing with your heads, yeah, Emily. We're still waiting. She's coming, she's on her way, but again, it's another rainy night, as every Wednesday night when the antidote is on. I think out of how many nine weeks now we've had one dry night driving in, so maybe she's got the same situation, so of course, why I'm playing with your heads, yeah, going from down here to the deadlines, big switch, but I feel bad that I hadn't put on any tracks uh any special. Halloween Treats, so that's your belated uh, belated Halloween gift. I'm going to pull up another track. Actually, this one might be a little bit better known because this band has had some radio play. This is uh, Day of Fire, and the track is Cornerstone.
4: All of the ground is sinking sand A doubting maze of desert land Where darkness rules the heart of man Till the sun shines light on him Lord Certainly will be the end of the night built on him, Lord. fortress wall